Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Inna alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina min sayyati amalina. Man yahdihillah falamudillalah. Wa man yudlil falan tajida lahu waliyan murshida. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah al-ahadul qahhar. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون Indeed all praise and thanks belongs to Allah تبارك وتعالى alone We seek his help, his assistance and guidance in all things He whom Allah تبارك وتعالى guides there is none that can misguide him And he whom Allah تبارك وتعالى leads astray there is none that can guide him. And I bear witness and testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. And that Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib al-Hashimi al-Qurashi was the final messenger and prophet sent to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah. Fear Allah as he deserves to be feared. And do not die except in a state of Islam. Do not die except that you are Muslims. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassirli amri. وَحْلُ الْعُقْدَةً مِّنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي Alhamdulillah, this is lesson 8 in our series of a tafsir. And today we are on the verse مَالِكِ يَوْمِ الدِّينِ The verse that we're going to break down inshaAllah. And this verse subhanAllah, it shows us the power of Allah Taala and signifies that is something that is specific to Him in regards to Al-Akhirah. The previous verses is in this world, the next, but this is something that is specific to the hereafter. Now, there are two recitations of Maliki Yawmiddin that was narrated by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and to Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu an, which was either Maliki Yawmiddin without the alif in between, so Meem, Fatha, Lam, Kasra, and then Kaf, Kasra. And the second is Maliki, which is with the Alif also. Now, in the, there are other recitations that are found, but we're not going to get into them. These are the two that was mentioned uh, by Imam Al-Qurtabi, Rahimahullah. But what do these two mean? Maliki and Maliki. What do the two recitations mean? Now, Imam Al-Tabri, rahimahullah, who died in the year 310, mashaAllah, now we're getting quicker with it. 310, he said, There is no doubt between the people of understanding of the language of the Arabs that Al-Malik is mushtaq, is derived from Al-Mulk. That Malik is derived from the word Al-Mulk. And that Al-Malik is Ma'khuz is taken from Al-Milk. So, what this means is that the word in its essence, Al-Malik, that the word Al-Malik is, Malik, Afwan, Astaghfirullah, that Malik is coming from Al-Mulk. This is the problem when you don't write it in Arabic. So, Malik, because it's just an A that's missing, right? So, Malik is derived from Al-Mulk. And Malik is ma'khuz from al-milk. Now, Malik, yani what's the difference between the two? Those who read Maliki, 
Imam At-Tabari rahimahullah says, it means to them, those who read Maliki, sorry, I should have read it in Arabic. Those who read it, read it as Maliki without the Alif, okay? That's the first one we're taking, Maliki. Those who read it as Maliki, Imam At-Tabari rahimahullah, he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the supreme and the sole king of the day of judgment. Maliki is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the supreme and sole king, the only king of the day of judgment. And none from the creation who previously were in the dunya from the kings and the rulers, no one on that day is the king. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the king. Those who recite it in this way, which way are we saying? Maliki. Those who recite it in this way, they acknowledge it. They acknowledge what? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one and only who can have al-kibriya, pride, and al-azama, complete greatness, and al-sultan, complete ownership, and al-jabariya, which is complete dominion. So they acknowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who has these characteristics. No one else has these characteristics attributed to them. He is the one who is deserving of this. And he says, they realize that they will face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment and that they are minute and insignificant. This is the one who says, Maliki yawmiddin. This is what it means in, who said this? Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah. How about the one who says Maliki? What's the meaning to the one who says Maliki Yawmiddin? Imam al-Tabari rahimahullah, he says, as for those who read it as, read it as Maliki Yawmiddin, then the statement of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma is now, which is appropriate, is that none on that day shares with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in rulership and kingship. So over here, the one who says Maliki Yawmiddin, it's specific to rulership and the one who is the king on that day. Yes? Okay. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, who died in the year? Huh? Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah goes into the differences between each of the two, between Maliki and Maliki. And he references a few of the opinions on the issue of which of the two is more encompassing and more eloquent in the Arabic language. But from the opinions that he quotes is the opinion of Ibn Hassar rahimahullah who stated that Maliki, that the word Maliki denotes possession and ownership. In that meaning over here when we say Maliki, it means that he is the one who owns something. It's his thing. He is the owner of it. But it does not entail in it specifically that which implies kingdom. That he is the king of that thing. He can own something, but he is not the king of that thing. Okay, I'll give you an example after this, inshallah. Alright, inshallah, we'll get to it. Someone remind me about the example. Whereas Maliki, this is, whose statement is this? Ibn Hassar, but who's, who's the one who? Imam al-Qurtabi, good. Maliki Yawm al-Din, what does it do? 
it implies both of the things at the same time. It implies both of the things. So which one has a greater meaning here? Maliki Yawmuddin. It implies <laughs> the first one, Maliki, it denotes possession and ownership. But it doesn't necessarily have in its meaning that which denotes that he is the king of that action, of that, of that thing that's there. Whereas Maliki implies both of it. That he is the king of it and he owns it. And who understands copyright over here? Okay, you understand copyright? Hectic. Hectic. We've got one guy here. When you have a book and you purchase the book, right? Can you do whatever you want to the book? Yes? Really? You can do whatever you want. You can scribble on it? Yes, okay. Okay, so it's in your possession. So you have certain rights to that book, right? You can do certain things to it. It's in your possession. But if you wanted to say to someone else, hey, this is a mad book, I give you full permission to go and you can print it now. You can publish it now. Do you have those rights? But you paid 24 bucks for the book. What's wrong with it? What do you mean? You paid 24 bucks for it. So it's not completely yours. So just because you possess something doesn't mean you have a tasarruf fee. That you can do whatever you want with it. If you were the owner of it, of that thing, and also its master, and also its king, then you can do whatever you want with it. So over here, maliki has both of these meanings. That it's your copyright too, يعني, and you can do whatever you want with it. So it's not just the possession of something, it's also he has a tasarruf fee. He can do whatever he wants on that day. So over here, it has a greater meaning as according to who? Ibn Hassar, who was quoted by Imam Al-Qurtubi, rahimahullah. Do we need to go over it one more time because it's confusing Maliki and Maliki? Do we have to go over it one more time? No? Everyone's okay? Khalas, alhamdulillah. Imam Al-Shawkani, rahimahullah, who died in the year when? 1250, mashaAllah, tabarakallah, we're on the ball today, boys. Now, Imam al he says that in each of these words, Maliki and Maliki, is something in meaning that the other one does not hold. In both of it, it's something that is unique to each one. And then he explains why, but we're just going to give you the khulasa of it, because I think we're getting too confused. He says, at times, Maliki is stronger than Maliki. And at other times, Maliki is stronger than Maliki. So over here, you're not losing out if you say one or the other, because you're not saying, we usually predominantly read in Hafs, which is Maliki Yawmuddin. Now if someone wants to put on a hat, and he thinks he's now a Qari, he's listening to these mad Abu Taymiyyah videos, where he's riffing some amazing Qiraat right now, MashaAllah, Tabarak Ar-Rahman. And he feels like, you know what, I'm just going to read Hafs, but I'm going to just make it up as I go. <laughs> so if you're reading Hafs, and you're an imam of a masjid, read in Hafs for the entire prayer. And you can't really pick and choose يعني, when something sounds hectic, and you want to rip a new qira'ah, it doesn't work like that, right? So you read in one, and you finish that qira'ah in the entire prayer, and inshallah, no drama will happen. <laughs> So, I just want to go over the first يعني, thing that was mentioned is that uh, يعني, the ones who say Maliki, who says that it has a greater meaning? يعني, as referencing who? Ibn Hassar. Okay, that's good. So, 
insha'Allah that is يعني, hopefully a little bit clear. Now what is the difference between Maliki and Maliki when it comes in reference to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? I know kind of we've already covered it, but there is something specific that is mentioned by Imam Al-Qurtubi and Imam Al-Shawkani also mentions this also in his tafsir. He says, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a quote of Imam Al-Qurtubi, he says, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is described to be Malikun, Malik, يعني, Maliki Yawmiddin, if he's described to be Malik, then this is a characteristic of the that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The form, or you want to translate it as his personal quality or attribute. So when the one who says Maliki Yawmiddin, he is using this as a characteristic of the personal, the personal qualities and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sifatul that. Now the one who says, and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is described as Malikun, as Malik with the alif over here, then this is a characteristic of the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sifat fi'liya, right? Min af'al al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the characteristics of his actions. Now something to point out here, يعني, as a very short thing, is that Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah did not deny the that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the actual being of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or his personal qualities, as others do in reality when they deny the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're going to leave it at that. Now, why is it Maliki Yawmiddin? The king, the sole in, يعني, king of that day. Why specifically use Yawmiddin? And we're going to get to what Yawmiddin is, but right now I'm going to just take it as Judgment Day. Right? The day of Hisab. Why specifically that day when that day hasn't come? Right, right now, does that mean Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not the king of every day? Or does that mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not the king of right now at this point? present moment that we're in, why specifically mention that specific moment? Now, Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, who died in the year, a bit slow, but khalas, we'll take it. He says that it takes the meaning, يعني, why, is it, uh, why is it the king of the day of judgment when it has not come to be yet? He says it takes on the meaning uh, of the one who is going to be the king of that day when it arrives. The one who is going to be the king of that day when it arrives. Or, or it gives some possibilities. Or, it refers to the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first is, the one who is going to be the king. The second is referencing the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that on that day, he is the one with ability. On that day, he is the one who, contro- يعني, he is the one who controls everything that happens on that day. Because the one who controls a possession and owns it, has the ability to do whatever he wants in regards to that possession. On that day, subhanAllah, when you think about it, on that day you can't do whatever you want. Everyone wants to go to Jannah, you can't just rock up to Jannah, right? Knocks on the door. You can't just do that, right? Because it's not your day. You don't have any ability except the ability Allah gives you on that day. So on that day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one with the ability. And so he controls it. So yes, he is the master, the king of that day. He has the ability on that day to do whatever he, he wants on that day. So, يعني, that's another possibility. Or it means he has the ability to bring that day. The master of the day of judgment, يعني, it is when he wants it to be. He is the one who is able to bring it forward. He is the one who sets the time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls the day of judgment. Okay. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says there are other options too. 
he says, and this is a beautiful one that is also mentioned in other tafasir also, that because in the dunya, in the world, kingdom was disputed amongst the creation. From the likes of Fir'aun and Nimrud. Right? Fir'aun, I'm the lord of, yani the highest lord. Nimrud, I am the lord. Right? These Nimrud, who was he? Who was he sent? Yani, who was Ibrahim? Ibrahim was sent to Nimrud. Okay. So there were different tyrants at different times who claimed yani, being the lord of that time and the master of that time. Or yani, al-a'la of all time. But and other than them, but on that day, Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, he says, there will be no dispute with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about his kingship. That he is the king on that day. There is no other king on that day. That in his kingdom, his rule, on that day, they will be humbled before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani the kingship, the kingdom is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So on that day, there will be no dispute on who is the real king. Who is the true king? On that day, everyone will know. So there is, at that time, no dispute. So it is using something that was disputed. And on that day, there will be no shak about it. There will be no confusion about who is the one true king. Now, he says, this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say on that day, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ To whom is all kingdom today? Who is the king today? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask this on the day of judgment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the response that يعني, he tells us in the Quran, he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will reply. Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says, what is this reply? He says, all of the creation will reply, it is all for Allah, the kingship. All of it is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, al-wahid, the one, al-qahar, the supreme. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day is going to boast on this point. That who is the king today? You are all boasting amongst yourselves, you are the king. On this day, who is the real king? And the response of all the creation as mentioned by Imam al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, is that everyone will say, Lillah. Today, kingship is all for you, Ya Allah. Now there is another tafsir which says that Allah Himself will say that I, to me, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all kingship. And I am the master, I am the ruler, I am the true king of this day. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His protection, Ya Rabb. Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, he continues and says, this is why he says, Maliki yawmiddin. This is why he says Maliki Yawmiddin because on that day there will be no other king, no other judge. Maliki Yawmiddin because on that day there will be no other king, no other judge, no other who gives permission on that day. No one other than him alone. There is no deity of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically in the opening chapter of his book, he is making note that on that day he is the true king. Because on that day, no one can dispute who is going to be the real king. No one can be يعني, disputing who is the real judge. Now the word yawm, what does it mean? It means, يعني, it's translated today as day. Right? Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says that it generally means from sunrise to sunset. 
It's not 24-hour cycle generally. It just means that the yom is from sunrise to sunset. So he says it was used, this word was used to describe the beginning point of Day of Judgment till the end point where the people of Jannah enter Jannah and they reside therein and the people of Jahannam enter Jahannam and they reside therein. So just like the day has a starting point and the end point between sunrise and sunset, also this day has a starting point and an end point from the beginning of the resurrection to when everyone enters their abode. And he says yawm can also be used to describe part of a day just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum That today I have perfected upon you your religion. But this was describing a certain time of the day where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was on what? Who can tell me? When did this verse was revealed? We hear it every year. Arafah. Right? On that moment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perfected the religion. Everything was complete. There was no ahkam that came after that time. Now, as for the word deen, Maliki deen, what does deen mean? Interesting. Interesting. Very yeah, very sure of it. <laughs> I love you, Allah. Love you. Now deen is not يعني, generally what we think it is. In the Arabic language, you have to look a little bit deeper. right? Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah, says, it is the recompense and results of actions. The recompense and results of action. And the judgment which is done in accordance to action. Judgment that is done in according to what you do. That is deen. And this is the tafsir of Ibn Abbas, Ibn Mas'ud, Ibn Juraj, Rahimahullah, Qatada, Rahimahullah, and other than them. What is Maliki Yawmuddin? Yawmuddin, the day of what? Hisab. The day of accountability. And what are you going to be held accountable for on your deeds? And he says, what, يعني, Imam Al Qurtubi Rahimahullah says, what is, the, what is an evidence for this is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On that day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do what? He will pay a recompense of their deeds in full. Yuafihim. He's going to give them what? A recompense of what? Deenahumul haq. Deen is not how can he give them the religion? Of truth, it doesn't make sense, right? He's going to give them a يعني, full payment of what they did, the hisab of what they did, the accountability of what they brought forward. So over here, Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah mentions other other evidences, but Imam Al-Qurtubi rahimahullah says that in the Arabic language, it means deen, يعني, from the root words of dana, it means to give someone a recompense or a reward of their action. A recompense or a reward of their actions. And this is the word, this is from what the word ad-dayyan is from, which is one of the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ad-dayyan, one of the characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the one who is going to give a full recompense of that which occurred. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gives a full hisab of all that was done. And from this is the hadith he mentions, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Al-kayyisu mandana nafsa. Al-kayyisu mandana nafsa. That 
the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu where the Prophet sallallahu said, the wise and intelligent one is the one who holds himself into account. So what's the word here? Dana. Dana nafsa. Not the one, يعني, another, if we took that dana is the one who holds himself to religion, is the, the intelligent one is the one who is religious by himself, يعني, or something like that. But no, over here, the word over here that يعني, dana means the one who has self-accountability. Now it also can have other meanings, يعني, as mentioned by the scholars, ad-deen for instance, to mean al-qada. And this is where the day of judgment comes, the translation. Ad-deen it can also take on the meaning of al-qada judgment and this has been narrated by ibn abbas radiyallahu anhuma that maliki yawmiddin the king of the day of what judgment and also ad-din can also take on the meaning of at-ta'a obedience and submission this is also another meaning and there are other linguistic meanings that have been mentioned by imam al-qurtubi rahimahullah but we won't get into it because i see a lot of you are a bit tired now no? You, you look like you're knocked out now. Khalas. We're moving on, bro. Imam al-Baghawi, rahimahullah, who died in the year 516. MashaAllah. Allahumma zid wa barik laka, ya Rabb. Imam al-Baghawi, rahimahullah, <laughs> also brings some meanings to a deen but he brings something that wasn't mentioned previously. He, يعني, from that which we have taken, he quotes. يعني محمد بن كعب رحمه الله and he says مالك يوم الدين the king of the day that nothing benefits except the religion مالك يوم الدين the day the, the king of the day that nothing will benefit except the religion now <coughs> يوم الدين يعني إمام الطبري رحمه الله he brings the أثر of ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما the statement of ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما which states that يوم الدين Yawm al-Din is the day of account for all of creation. The day of account for all of creation. It is the day of judgment. And they will be judged by their actions. If their deeds are good, then it will be a good outcome. And if their deeds are evil, then there will be an evil outcome. Over here, Yawm al-Din, Imam Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma, he says that it is the day of account for all creation it is the day of judgment they will be judged by what their actions and if their deeds are good then it's going to be a good outcome and if their deeds are evil then it will be there will be an evil outcome except of those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can forgive some on that day this is a statement of who Ibn Abbas Except of those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive For on that day the final judgment is the judgment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because he can do on that day what he wants So over, يعني, what are the possible outcomes for someone on the day of judgment Who can tell me first? يعني, specifically about the person and the actions The first is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can punish someone through his justice The second is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can forgive them through their mercy. So over here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not done any dhulm. It's your actions, you bring forward what you need to do, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with you as He sees fit. 
Now Imam al-Shinqiti rahimahullah, he mentioned something. When did Imam al-Shinqiti go? Huh? 1973, we're doing it in Hijri day time. <laughs> 1393, <laughs> Right. He's, his tafsir is specifically from the Qur'an, answering the Qur'an. So he, he has to find somewhere where there's an answer for Yawm din from the Qur'an. Where is it? He says, it wasn't mentioned there, but it was mentioned somewhere else. He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا يَوْمُ And what will make you know what Yawm din is? Specifically, the question that we're asking now, what's Yawm al-Din? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking this question. He's saying, what will make you know what Yawm al-Din is? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repeats. He says, Again, thumma. once again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking, what will make you come to know what Yawm al-Din is? How are you going to find out what Yawm din is? And then Allah Himself, He replies, يَوْمَ لَا تَمْلِكُ نَفْسٌ لِنَفْسٍ شَيْئًا وَالْأَمْرُ يَوْمَ It is the day when no soul will have the power to do anything for another. On that day, you can't do anything for anyone else except the power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you. The decision on that day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, will be entirely and it will belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So over here, <coughs> what's Yawm al-Din? The answer from the Qur'an, Yawm al-Din, what is it? Is that it is the day when no one will able to have any ability except that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives it. And it is the day where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls all things. It is the day where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His rule is supreme. It is the day when no one has an option to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is the day where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is submitted to, whether you like it or not. And with that, we conclude this lesson. Barakallahu feekum. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wa jazakumullahu khayran. Wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Albayan Radio 